Heads up, before you listen to the episode, it's one of those raw episodes. No music, no edits, no background sound effects or music or nothing. It's just raw. So, before you come at my neck, claiming my quality is changed, just keep that in mind, okay? Keep that in mind. Keep your human hands to yourself. Alright, that's it. Peace. Hey, folk. I'm back. Yeah, I left. It was it was a minute. It was quite a long time. My bad, my bad. It was well, I'm gonna tell you everything. Or at least most of it. At least what I've discovered. Yeah. Uh simply put, I folded, I guess. I you know, if I was to make it simpler, I'd say I slipped. Yes, that's perfect. I slept. Yes, I didn't post anything for over a month. Time was going by and I was just watching. It was it was really fucked up. You know one of those days not days moments in life moment is anywhere from a few minutes to an hour to a fucking month, like the month that just passed. Those moments in life where suddenly you're like I don't know, it's like Kumapote. You just lost. Suddenly, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know who you really are. Which is really weird. I don't know what it is. Imposter syndrome? Maybe. It was a post I saw from an artist I met at an exhibition. I've been at an exhibition the past few days. Past on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Past four days, I was at an exhibition exhibiting my art. Art by the diplomatist Vulgar. Go check out my Instagram channel at dip.vulgar if you're new here and you haven't gotten to see my art. But that's what I was exhibiting. Yes. So, man, I digressed. Yes, so I met this chick called Green Bunny. That was pretty amazing mandala. And I looked at a post she did. I had an in-depth definition on the Kruger effect. A Kruger effect is apparently when an individual overestimates their competency or ability in their skill. And a bunch of other scientific whatnot. And imposter syndrome is simply uh, the opposite. You're basically underestimating yourself underestimating your skill something of this sort i don't remember it quite well i was just throwing it in there because i'm not really sure what exactly happened like one minute i'm good i'm dropping episodes left right and center like i got content re-listening to the episodes or rather just thinking about what i said in the episode i'm just like damn what the f- like, I was dropping so much wisdom, so much knowledge, but here I am, uh, slipping. Slipped real bad, real hard. But, that's the thing. Yeah, I'll slip, I admit it. I slipped, probably will slip again. But also, the constant factor is, another constant factor, rather, is that I'll always get the fuck back up. Doesn't matter. I'll always drug myself to the mud to get back up so yes i slipped and uh this episode is basically over just notifying you of this stuff uh 
been overthinking too much like i want to bring guests into the episode but i don't have equipment all i have is my phone and i'm holding it to my mouth so if i have a guest like what the fuck be awkward two of us so close to each other as we're talking kind of creepy man but that's eh, fuck all that i just watched an episode on youtube oh, one of my favorite youtubers it's called long beach griffey go check him out yeah <laughs> He's one of these guys who do skits. I um, If I had to guess, I'd say he probably inspired Flacco 411. Now, Flacco 72 is the, he's the local Kenyan version of Long Beach Griffey. Go check out the videos. I don't know what exactly I'm saying. But other than being stupid and misleading people here and there... <laughs> yeah, you need, well, you need to like watch a lot of his videos... They would do it. Sarcasm. And when he's serious, because uh, if you're not careful, he'll mislead you. <laughs> Where was I saying? Yeah, if you're not careful, he'll mislead you. And to Jipotez a bore You need to be on point. Just go check him out. Watch the last of his videos. So, he posted this 15-minute video, which is weird of him. His videos are maximum like four or five minutes. And he was talking about how people dream all the time, but you're not really doing anything about your dreams. You just talk about, for example, let's say I want this podcast to be getting 100 plays per episode. But I don't do shit about it. Like how I sleep. I just talk and then I sit and imagine it and that's it. Which is quite some bullshit, obviously, of course. So it was basically motivating his followers. Not that he was doing it intentionally. I'll come so you know, But yeah, thanks to him, partly thanks to him, I came back. I was planning. To post something on the podcast this morning, but I've been planning to do that for quite a number of days in the past months when I've been ghost. But it's all good, it's all love. I'm back trying to make this podcast different from the others. Because when you say podcast, what do you think? It's a person or a group of people talking about issues in life. Or something. Which in itself is amazing, but it's kind of saturated. How many people are doing podcasts and they're doing basically the same thing? Bringing in different guests to talk about mental health or the rape culture or music or this and that. It's it's almost predictable. So I'm trying to make mine a bit different. A bit unpredictable, a bit spontaneous. Yes, uh, I could make an excuse and say I was thinking about that for the past month, but not really. It was just an idea in the back of my mind. I haven't done much on it. <sighs> you know, the key to all this is just get up and do it. Or get up and do something, which is what I did. As soon as I finished watching the YouTube video by Griffey, I hopped on, just hit record and I started talking and now you have episode 11, which is really beautiful and coincidental when you think about it. How many of you know the divine mathematics? 
by Elijah Muhammad. I have no way of knowing if you answered yes or no, but here's what the mathematics goes like. You know how each number from from zero to nine, or is it from one to nine, has a meaning? Okay, let me start from school. It was weird. I learned this in school. Damn, getting a lot of yeah, notifications. It was it was a rapper. My man Swami. I did. A, stylized sketch of him i'm about to find my style of graffiti of okay that's let me just throw this in real quick before i continue what i was talking about we're talking about numbers right so i want to start doing murals i i am about to be the best character muralist i wait let me rephrase i am about to be the best South Sudanese character muralist, you know. Ben, I promise you that. So, yeah, I did a sketch of him in a graffiti style. And you can go check it out on my IG. I'll post it as soon as I'm done recording this. So, yes, keep that in mind. Anyway, back to the numbers. It was weird because I learned this in my first year of university. Which was... uh, I wasn't expecting that. It's university. I was expecting to be taught math. Actually, it was math where I learned the shit. But, you know, it was contrasted to the other subjects, it was quite unexpected. You know, the common units, communication skills, critical thinking, health, which for most of them, I didn't really pay attention. So it's just a miracle, actually, passable. Thank goodness they're all good. They're all done with. I hate theory shit. In case you see the subject, I feel the most ill was CRE. Because of all that cramming, I hate the fucking shit. Anyway, back to the math before I digress again. So, this is what I was taught in school, if I can remember all of it. One means a whole. Two stands for polarity. Three, stability. Because, you know, look at, look at the triangle. It's a very stable shape. Uh, equilateral triangle to be exact. Three sides, same length, same angle inside each of the sides. Very stable shape. And apparently, you can't... When you're designing tiles, this is what I remember. When you're designing tiles, the edges, the vertices, should be more than 120 degrees. 120 degrees is, you know, one of the the angles in an equilateral triangle, right? So if a tile's vertice or corner goes more than 120 degrees, it will break really fast. Which makes sense, because just look at the floor right now or wherever you are, look at the tiles and you'll see they're either 90 degrees, uh, you know, basically squares or rectangles and probably hexagons or something, they don't go above 120 degrees per angle, per vertice, per corner. Number four stood for volume, which makes more sense when you think about music. Music is arranged in bars. I'm no master musician, so this is completely debatable, but here's what I understand. Music is made in bars. And then there's this tempo. Tempo is basically how fast the music is going. So let's say this is the tempo of a song. Now, all you need to do is count to four. 
try this the next time you're listening to some music. If you can get the tempo, I don't know, it's something it's developed in between. Of late, I find it hard to actually listen to music. It's, uh, I treat a person's voice, whether a rapper or a singer, it's basically a musical instrument to me. Like, I treat the voice with the same uh, amount of importance as I would treat the drum line. So, like, it's hard for me to get the message because I'm too busy listening to what the whole thing sounds like. So, any rapper, any singer, just when you're listening to the music, there's the tempo, just count to them. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Try this especially with rap because they're always talking about bars. I'm spitting these bars, dropping bars. When you do it, when you get the tempo and just count to four, in between the lines, you'll see that it actually goes through, like, they're within the tempo, they're within those bars, and those bars, just those four bars, that one, two, three, four, they can go for as long as you want, that's why you have a one minute song, one and a half minute song, shit, some songs go six, seven, eight minutes, and that's why number four stands for volume, something I figured out in the course of this year, last year, I don't know, it's just something I figured out. Number five, ha, I don't remember what it stands for in the school math. Number six, don't remember. Seven, seven stands for perfection. I don't remember exactly what the teacher said, but he gave the example of days in a week. Like it's perfect. You go through seven days in a week, and then you re- it's re- it restarts again. Another seven days in a week restarts again. Look at the Bible. This seven is like everywhere. Not everywhere. You can you find the number seven a lot when it's being used in holy terms. Being used by God, at least. So you got to forgive seven times seventy times. It's a lot of sevens and stuff. Number eight, don't remember. Number nine stands for completion. Number nine is complete. For some reason, that's why you see on price tags, they don't say it's 1,000 shillings. They say it's 9.99 because it's complete. If you see 9.99, you know that definitely means 1,000. Something like that. I don't remember the school version completely, but either way, you see numbers carry a lot of meaning. Now, come back to Elijah Muhammad's math, nation of Islam, math, uh, no, 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 it was nation of gods and earth. I got this from Reza's book, The Tower of Wu. You know the book I read before I watched the Wu-Tang documentary, and then I watched the Wu-Tang American Saga series, and then that's when I now inspired, now with more knowledge, I went, put my name in the Wu-Tang name generator and Diplomatist Vulgar came up. So this is the math that they functioned by. Number one stands for born. You've been born. It stands for born. One more do you need me to explain? Number two, wait, the fuck? No, 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 I mixed it up. Number one stands for knowledge one knowledge number two means wisdom number three is understanding so when you think about it one 
get like probably say you should know your ABCs now you should know your one two threes you should know your knowledge wisdom and understanding number four damn I forgot number four number four number four number four was it freedom or culture I don't remember you can just google divine mathematics and you'll see it look look up the one in genius.com you know the website that gives you lyrics from songs yeah genius.com just search divine mathematics and you'll get it number five stands for power power i don't know power number five just seems like power when you think about it five four three two power number six equality yes so number four was definitely freedom Number four stands for freedom or culture. Number five, power. Number six, equality. Number seven, huh. Uh, yep, I definitely forgot number seven. No, number seven means God, if I'm not wrong. Seven means God. Number eight means... Wait, so number eight means build, build or destroy. Number nine means born. Now, go ahead and Google Divine Mathematics, thegenius.com, and it comes with all the explanation. Number one means knowledge with an explanation. Number two, uh, but they recommend you convert to Islam, because say there's 120 degrees of lesson, that's like 120 lessons you have to take to reach the level of knowledge and understanding. And they all went through the 120 degrees. That's why when you listen to their rhymes, when you listen to what they say in the music, it's deep, it's pretty intense, it's fucking amazing. That's, yeah, to the 120 degrees of lessons. So they, they have proper knowledge of self. That's why their style is amazing. Okay, I'm going too much into Wu-Tang again. Sorry. But, yeah, uh, that's basically it. I digressed, or I lost myself again. I don't know about mathematics, but, well, I am. I did. And, uh, recap. Yes, I slipped. I folded. But I'm back. The one thing I know about, uh, Getting your dreams, making your dreams come true is consistency. I don't care what you're doing, whether you slipped, whether you feel like you can't go no more, just keep at it, man. Especially if you're artist, content creator. Okay, I don't give a fuck, whatever the, whatever the fuck you will. Just get up and keep doing something. If you can run, walk. If you can walk, crawl. Whatever the heck you're doing keep fucking moving i don't care if you took a break if you can call it a break i don't care if you took an off for a month like i did but nevertheless get back and keep fucking moving that's what i'm doing next episode will be up sooner okay it won't take a month it'll probably take a week which okay yes I'll go back to posting episodes weekly instead of thinking about how I can make them better. Just eh, keep doing what I was already doing. 
Oh, okay, I remember. I remember now I was talking about the map. We've done 10 episodes, right? Straight fire, awesome content, and now episode 11. So, you know, episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 9 means born, and now you go to 10, which is basically 1, knowledge. 11. Or some number I don't I don't remember but you know just think about it number eleven we're back to knowledge knowledge of self man I already know what I want my podcast to be like I don't want it to be like the others because when you think about it a lot of the podcasts are similar I'm trying to do it my own way I'm trying to do it my own style and so episode eleven I guess is notifying you guys of that shit let's see what episode twelve will be about episode twelve what is it wisdom Ha! Perfect! Alright, so I want to do this episode. I already said I will do it from episode 1 or 2. This episode about hip-hop. No, I'm not talking about what you think you know. There's, there's a very, very, very fine line between hip-hop and rap. Very, very, very fine line. And uh, with that said, that will be our next episode hip-hop is where i got my style hip-hop is where i got my knowledge and my wisdom well not all of it but most of it hip-hop is what influenced me to be the fucking diplomatist vulgar this is all hip-hop now it, it was a boomerang effect if you have my whatsapp number you probably saw the long thread i made about the boomerang something how life is basically a boomerang effect so yes it's a it was another boomerang effect with the hip-hop i was looking up to the hip-hop people you know thinking america is the place it's the shit it's where you want to be but as i went deeper deeper and deeper into the roots of hip-hop into the soul of hip-hop it was basically boomerang brought me back to africa and now because of hip-hop, because of a culture that started out in USA, it made me a whole lot more prouder. It made me develop stronger, much stronger love for Africa, for my Africanness, for my African culture. Because think about it. The black person in America doesn't really know where they're from. They know they're black. They know they're from Africa. But where the fuck from Africa are they exactly? They don't know. He was wiped out. Wiped from their memory. Pretty fucking fucked up. Yeah. Messed up. Obviously, you can't relate. But you can just, you know, try to imagine. And it's pretty tough not knowing where you come from. Not knowing where you belong. Where you think you belong. There's racism, KKK, cops shooting you down. And that's why they talk about it a lot in the music, because it's fucking frustrating. You need to let it out. You need to find a way to vent and to, you know, stand up, speak up against those injustices. But seeing that and seeing, I couldn't relate to that. And, you know, you mature and you see this, it's super stupid of me to want to be like them. When they already know where I'm from, know my ancestry, all the way back to my village in the mountains, deep in eastern Equatoria State, South Sudan. And I was really proud of that. I was like, oh, damn. I have all I need. I have my home. I have my parents. I'm like most 
hip-hop artists who say they grew up without their fathers. I have my father. Man, I love my dad. He's fucking awesome. Fucking amazing. He's a wise man, you know. I, I, I dig my style from him. Like, mom's, mom's is awesome, too. But the style is different. She's wise and logical, just like my dad, but the approach is different. There's a lot of um, emotion involved. So she'll complain about this, say we should do this, and when they do it, when she does it or when she comes to a decision, it's clouded with emotion, painted with a lot of emotional colors, which is okay, which is it's awesome because I'm still alive. I'm happy. Uh, I not sleep. I have a place to sleep. I'm warm, you know. Moms did a job. Perfect. Her style is a bit different from dad's though. See, when dad came around and we brought up some of the issues, you know, he was very methodical, very logical. Okay, so you say uh, you ain't got fees, right? How much is it? I between this time frame, I'll probably get it. I'll just borrow it from him and him and uh, I'll give you the number to this guy. You go take it from him, put it there and, you know, step by step, just break it down into steps. Simple. You, you bring up this issue which you think is complex and Ashtuki, you know, I'm a Tulia too. And then he gives you a reason of probably why it's happening. You know, um, your aunt is probably stressed because of work and family issues, you, you know how it is. So you just need to be calm, keep your composure, and shower her with love. It doesn't matter how wild she gets, whether she shouts at you or anything. She's the same aunt who paid rent for you when you guys were struggling. So the least you can do is show her love and respect. She'll come around. She'll come around. And most importantly, stick to prayer. Pray to God to bring her around. Pray with her too. And pff, you're just like, wait, this thing is that easy? Man, I did not know. So, yes, the dip, this diplomatist vulgar style, as much as I may talk about hip-hop and um, Wu-Tang and all that, it's mostly influenced by my dad. Look at the whole situation, break it down into steps, and weave your way to a solution. Find the simple, doable steps to a solution. I've talked a lot. Episode is almost half an hour, and I was pretty much done with it at five minutes. But what good? I love that spontaneity. I did say I want this episode to be spontaneous. If it's the one we have to do, uh, write a guide and talk and stuff, it's eh, it's not as awesome. So. Yeah, this is it. And I'll probably do the ep- the next episode much sooner. Because I've kept you guys waiting for too long. <laughs> Alright. Thanks for listening. I'm a peace out now. It's been your boy, your king, your man. The diplomatist, vulgar. And remember, if you slip, it eh, happens to everyone. Don't worry. Just make sure, make sure that, okay, fuck. Ah, I need to, you know, now, nah, man, to Leah, I need to phrase this shit correctly. So, I exit in Guinea power. There's two constants that we've discussed in this episode. One, 
you're going to fucking slip. It's a part of life. You have to go through trials and temptations and hard times. Constant number one. Number two, when you mean a kwambia, skiza, mean kwambia, you're going to fucking get up from each and every time you slip, each and every time you fall. I don't care how long it takes, a week, a month, months, you're going to get up. Yes, I said it. Believe it. I'm out now. Have an awesome week, my people. Peace out.